Welcome to Pharma Talk Radio. I'm Danny McCarthy. Today, I'm speaking to the Johnson & Johnson Vision Global Head of Research and Development, Dr. Zhao Yu Song, about J&J Vision's innovations in eye care and how they're treating the patient of the future. Welcome, Dr. Song. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. First, can you tell me a little bit about your role, as well as what Johnson & Johnson Vision is and what the company is pioneering in eye care? Happy to, and thank you for the opportunity. So I am Xiao Yusong. I'm the Global Head of Research and Development at Johnson Johnson Vision and uh, lead innovation focused on developing new products and solutions for patients with different types of vision correction and unmet medical needs for their eye health, so big problems. I uh, do feel very privileged coming to work each and every day to lead a strong team of very deep subject matter experts across many different scientific, technical, clinical, medical, and regulatory disciplines, and many talented leaders who also have a relentless focus on innovation in order to serve patients on medical needs. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about either what's in the pipeline at J&J Vision or what the big issues or unmet medical needs you're coming across that you're prepping for. We are, from an innovation perspective, really on a roll. As a Johnson Johnson Vision innovation organization, we're experiencing significant growth and driven by the strengths of many of our new products that have provided major advancements in vision and eye care for the patients we serve. So first, I would like to say AccuView, and we continue to leverage the power of this iconic brand to advance a steady cadence of world-class innovation, I would say across three key areas. One is daily disposable contact lenses. The other one is for astigmatism patients, and lastly, the press biopia patients. As an example, just this year, we have served the unmet needs of those with press biopia by launching or introducing our AccuView Oasis multifocal contact lenses, which has a pupil optimized design to serve patients with Presby needs. And this is a innovation, I would say, that's highly differentiated from the other multifocal contact lenses in the marketplace in three ways. Number one, this particular innovation that we rolled out earlier this year offers great comfort for the contactless patients who also suffer from eye dryness. This particular innovation is differentiated because of its pupil optimized design. It fuses three unique technologies in one contact lens that actually is designed to deliver performance and comfort and also align with the natural variation of pupil size because as uh, we age, our pupil size becomes smaller or because of the refractive error is different from patient to patient, pupil size can be different. And the reason this lens is highly differentiated is because we want these unique optics to also stay over the pupil where the lens needs to be. And we incorporated uh, our hybrid bike curve technology of the contact lens in order to keep the lens in the right shape and also in the right place on the eye. The other exciting innovation I would like to exemplify here is the world's first and only 
drug-releasing contact lens for relief of allergic eye itch for patients who suffer from allergy, but also want to wear contact lenses for their vision correction needs. So AcuVisera Vision is a simple one-step solution. It is a daily disposable lens. So you put the lens on early during the day, the lens will be releasing the antihistamine medication to the surface of the eye and basically allow patients to experience a relief from the itchy allergy eyes right away. And the effect will last for as long as up to 12 hours. So that's why it's a daily disposable lens. You don't need to worry about the, the eye drops that perhaps is antihistamine type of eye drop, but missing the eye or dropping into the eye multiple drops that are kind of perhaps beyond the accurate dose with a contact lens, because we know exactly how much we put into the lens, we offer the exact precise and consistent amount of the antihistamine when the lens is put into the eye. Can you expand a little bit on how big of, a, of an unmet need was this? The need is actually very high because we know about 40% of people worldwide and one third of the contact lens wearers experience eye allergies, especially during the allergy season. And sometimes because of the itchy allergy symptoms, patients would just continue to rub their eyes and cause major discomfort especially if they have lens in their eyes, when they rub their eyes, that's not going to be good for their vision either. So the need is high, and this is a very unique combination contact lens that offers relief. What other, when you're looking at the landscape of unmet patient needs, so obviously this was an unmet patient need, was seasonal allergies creating something that specifically spoke to that need. But I mean, we're dealing with a vastly aging population on a whole, so things like cataracts or glaucoma or updating outdated systems of lenses, what are the unmet needs in patients that are driving your work or that you're looking to address? As we, uh, as we age, what happens with our eye, physiologically, we start to have our crystal lens that's in the eye start to become hardened and lose elasticity and subsequently lose the uh, accommodation power. So what we call press biopia, basically uh, the lens, uh, the, we, our eye can see far clearly, but we have trouble looking at small font sizes close up because of the lack of accommodation of our lenses due to the loss of elasticity. And that's a quite common phenomenon when people turn 40 and getting older, press biopia will occur. Again, it can be early or can be late, depending on the individual. And that's a big unmet need that we will need to solve. We do have innovation solutions, both from a multifocal contact lens perspective, which we launched one earlier this year called AccuView Oasis Multifocal by offering solutions to the presby patients or as patients continue to age, they will also develop cataract. And this is when the lens completely becomes crowded, that um, the lens doesn't reflect the light anymore. So you basically become um, less and suffer from more and more visual impairment. Actually, uh, the worst outcome with cataract is actually lost eyesight completely. And that's where we also have a number of new innovative products that can address cataract patients' needs. 
whether it's by innovating the different types of intraocular lenses that surgeons can put in to replace the probably the um, hard cataract lenses with, and that will offer basically brand new vision to the patients because of the innovative features in these lenses, as well as programs that where we can actually innovate and offer better systems that ophthalmic surgeons use during cataract surgery. So it's a whole suite of solutions to serve cataract patients' needs, both from the lens perspective, whether it's intraocular lens uh, with multifocal type of offering or multifocal extended depth focus type of features, and the system that allows surgeons to do the procedure better and safer with more control. So those are the type of innovation programs we have to address aging eyes needs. You also have a big focus on young people in myopia. Can you expand on that a little bit as well? Absolutely. So our goal is to address a patient's lifetime eye health needs. When we look at the young patients, the developing eyes, what we know even today, right? A lot of the young people develop myopia and some of them actually have rapid progressive myopia, which is a pretty bad thing because as you have rapid progression in myopia, what happens is some of the later stage eye diseases now become uh, occurring actually at a younger, younger age. So for instance, as myopia progresses, the, long, the, the eye grows longer. So what we call actual lens growth. And when that grows to a certain degree, you basically cause stress in the back of the eye. And the worst outcome from that is basically retinal detachment, which is basically um, vision loss for those patients. Or other type of uh, consequences from myopia, rapid myopia progression in terms of retinal diseases, whether it is myopia-related macular degeneration or other forms of retinal diseases that can also lead to vision loss. So it is a big problem. And if you look at epidemic um, data, by 2050, half of the world's population will become myopia. That's a quite a big public health problem. And for us at JNJ, we believe it truly is part of our responsibility as one of the leading healthcare companies to address this growing unmet need. So how we're going to do to address this? Couple of things. One is we have a AccuView Ability Overnight Therapeutic Lenses. This has uh, FDA approval. Basically it is a lens that the children can wear overnight. And then during the daytime, they don't need to wear the lens, but they will have already had some treatment overnight so they can see very clearly, both far and near. And so that's in a repetitive manner over time. We hope to help the kids, myopia kids, to manage their myopia. The other one is our internal innovation program. We'll call what we call AccuView Ability One Day Self-Therapeutic Lenses. This is a daily disposable lens. We have just recent, recently received approval from Health Canada in Canada. So this will allow us to introduce this product to the patients in Canada uh, later this year. And this particular lens, the design of the lens is to help the, again, the kids who suffer from myopia to better manage their disease progression and control the myopia disease. 
how does Johnson & Johnson Vision or even just yourself approach, prioritize, maintain innovation and innovative approaches to unmet uh, patient needs? Great question. So a couple of things I would uh, stress here. We are, I believe all of us at Johnson Johnson Vision do share a common and very powerful purpose, and that is to help patients and change the trajectory of a global eye health. And that starts with addressing the biggest barriers to care. So we want to help to create awareness of these different eye diseases allow patients to have access to even just eye screening because without eye screening, patients wouldn't even know they need help with their eye health problems. So that can lead to early diagnosis and then early treatment because we know many, many of the vision impairment can once diagnosed can actually be treated very effectively and some of the vision impairment outcomes can be prevented completely. So we want to be involved in that end-to-end -end patient care journey to create awareness to allow access. Uh, also, our purpose is to, together, we want to help people see better so they can connect better and live better, both today and into the future. And how we help people to see better, connect better, live better is through what we call curiosity-driven discovery because we believe breakthroughs sometimes come from simulating these infeasible yet promising ideas and by asking those what if questions, right? So a couple of the examples that we talked about earlier, for instance, what if we can develop a contact lens that could do more than just vision correction? What if we can deliver therapeutics, like the example with antihistamine releasing contact lens or intraocular lenses that can adapt to the digital world so people can see a full range of objects with clear visual uh, clarity. So those are the type of questions we ask ourselves in order to continue to innovate and actually have some of the transformational innovation available to the patients. We also believe we have a re I would call repeatable and well-defined innovation model that allow us to deliver consistent, reliable, and high-performing products. And that is, um, the, the model really draws on our deep customer insights. That's why we always work very closely with our customers. So the eye care professionals, whether it's optometrists, ophthalmologists, to really understand their needs and also understand the patient's needs. We then go from there to say, what can we offer? to address these needs. And there we actually leverage both our R&D capabilities and technologies and the external technologies because we may not be the best in everything that we need to be. We're really good and best in certain things, but we want to com combine our internal capability with those that we can leverage from outside of GNJ. And then combine all of that with the power of our brands, IQView on the contact lens side, Technis on the surgical side. So at the end of all of that is to then deliver a suite of solutions to address different needs that patients have along their lifetime journey for their eye health. As you're working with your team, as you're leading them, how do you encourage them to stay innovative and to, to keep pushing forward, to keep asking those curiosity-driven questions, to keep in contact with patients? Like, How do you keep that innovation lit? Yeah, so a couple of things. One is um, 
focus on the customer on my needs, whether it's a patient needs, whether it's our ophthalmic surgeon or optometrist needs, always keep our customers at the center, uh, keep their on my needs as the, the, the problem that we need to solve for. So that's number one. Number two is, is about keep pushing what's possible, keep pushing that boundary of what's possible. And then number three, I would say collaboration because now with these complex high unmet medical needs, no single individual in one single discipline can solve for it. So it, that calls for collaboration across borders, across boundaries, across disciplines. And so that's why we work very collaboratively, both internally and externally. And lastly, I would say it is about not only focus on our powerful purpose, but also have the discipline and rigor in execution. So we need to bring these uh, development efforts from beginning all the way to the end, meaning be able to commercialize and bring them to the market in order to serve patients. And so sometimes it's not easy. And because we know, right, with these different types of innovation, development paths can be quite different. The regulatory paths can be quite different. And I have never seen any new product development that's going really smooth and never had difficulty or challenges or setbacks. And so when we are faced with different types of challenges, what I like to share with my team is when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. And so it's about looking at the problem, looking at the challenge from a different angle, from a different way to perhaps redefine what is it that we're trying to solve, but also encourage different approaches. If we try certain approaches, we fail, let's perhaps look at a different approach to try to solve that problem. That's how we can find new breakthrough approaches. So that I think is uh, very important as well, the ability to execute with rigor, with discipline, would then help us to uh, live into our dreams and come up with those innovations. Something that you touched upon a little bit in a, in a couple of different ways was obviously Johnson & Johnson Vision is a global company. How do you navigate being a global company, addressing needs, different needs around the world, addressing different regulatory bodies around the world, and then also on top of that, the fact that different countries and different regions have different access to, to healthcare providers, to being tested, um, as you mentioned, for certain eye diseases or issues. How do you navigate having so much, such a wide reach. Yeah, and that's where I would say we 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 are very privileged to uh, be working in the GNJ family of companies because of our diverse portfolio. As you know, we have our pharmaceutical sector, we have our medical device sector, we have our consumer sector. What we all interact with health authorities across the globe. But a lot of times we can actually learn from each other in terms of how our colleagues, for instance, in farm sector approach certain hurdles, whether it's regulatory, whether it's health economics, whether it's reimbursement, and we'll learn, we'll leverage from each other's experience. And that really, I would say the advantage of GNJ from a size and scale perspective that allows us to do perhaps take a, a, a bold approach to many of the problems that perhaps if it's just up to us, it will be a very difficult task to, to tackle. As we're kind of closing out this conversation, I'd be really curious to hear about 
I mean, you've, you've clearly been in this space a long time. You've probably seen vision care and eye care evolve to a really exciting degree as you were just talking about. What's coming down the pipeline that you can share with us as much as possible about what Johnson & Johnson Vision is looking to tackle next? Great question. So we are actually very excited about the future. We, we see some of the recent successes and what that brings us as we look into the future to really live into this, help people see better, connect better, live better. It is about pivoting to our eye house. So it's not just vision correction now. Uh, and I would say it's not even just allergy relief. It's more about, if we look at patients' lifelong journey from, I would say, developing eye stage, what would patient need? So we talked about myopia, myopia management in the pediatric eyes. And then as people age, there are other different types of vision correction needs. How do we solve for those? As we get into the aging eye arena, the press biopia that I talked about, that need is not decreasing, rather it's actually increasing with my with the millennials now become press biopic. So how do we help the ever increasing population of press B to allow them to see better, both far and near? And then cataract, right? As people age even further, how do we help cataract patients with a whole suite of solutions? And back of the eye, we haven't even talked about as another part of the aging eye, uh, eye disease state, which is glaucoma. How do we offer better solution for glaucoma patients? And then back of the eye, like age-related macular degeneration, diabetic retinopathy, all of those diseases, we could offer better solutions to, again, to address a lifetime of eye health needs. So more to be done for sure. And we're excited about what we can offer to those patients' needs along that journey. Well, I wanna thank you so much, Zhao Yu, for taking the time to walk us through what J&J Vision is pioneering. For more information about our Farmer Talk Radio podcast, you can visit theconferenceforum.org. Thank you all so much for listening and thank you so much, Dr. Song, for sharing your expertise.